Katie Van. It is time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for part two with Ed and Sean. You know those guys. They're called Tuffling Geeksters. And welcome to 268 Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Hi, welcome to the program, everybody. Welcome to Part 2, everybody. Here we bring you the news. Yes. We talk Olaf. We yep. talk Coco. We talk original trilogy. That's right. We talk about a petition where you can your voice can be heard. That's right. Uh, and we, make it be heard, by the way. That's right. <laughs> And we also talk about the suits get about the man bringing other people down. That's right. And we talk about basically Marvel's creative team and how they were going to completely fuck over a movie. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I'll, I'll save it for after the show, but I, I have to end of the part two here, but I'm, I've got actually a comment on that for, for okay. afterwards. Something I should have said at the, during the show, but I'll wait till after. So you guys hear it first and we'll start it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm eager to hear what that is, so I guess we'll just go right into the uh, episode, and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tuning in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. What? What? <laughs> Ed's all hyped up, wasn't it? <laughs> he was dancing around. <laughs> just jumping around, like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I, 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 there is, um, let's see something real quick. Um, trying to, we had a couple new likes this week. I wanted to give them all a right, shout out. All right. I can't find them. Of Wait, course not. Notifications. Who's in the notifications? Yeah, it's usually in there. Uh, there was Argon Vukajay. I know I mispronounced I know I completely screwed up. That up? Thanks for Thank the like. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And Robert Rafael Rodriguez. He liked our video. He liked the video we shared. All right. Um, but then there was another one, too. Maybe, maybe they, they changed their mind. I don't know. <laughs> Can you blame them? <laughs> we stink. All right, Ed. Yes. So I got some news. I do you now. Yes, I do. Now, as always, when I do the news, I like to let you guys make, throw it out in the air. See if you guys really want. Okay. Um. Let's talk James Cameron. All right. Let's. <clears throat> this right. is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Uh, James Cameron? Yeah, that's right. All right. James Cameron obviously is the director of such hits as Terminator, Aliens, and Avatar. That's right. And Titanic. Yes. Okay. Those last two specifically come into play. Okay. All right. Ready? There we the go. first article I have is James Cameron says future of Avatar franchises up to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I just put that in our la la la. Come on, here you go. All right, this is from uh, Birth, Death, and Movies. Birth, Movies, Death, all right? All right. Uh, James Cameron says the future of the Avatar franchise is up to the audience. Uh, while it's difficult to imagine James Cameron spending the next chunk of his life either producing a new Terminator trilogy or making the Avatar sequel, um, we're still blue in the face. <laughs> It seems like we're just going. That's just what he's going to be doing. He smurfed us. <laughs> According to a new interview over at Vanity Fair, 
Uh, he still recognizes that the amount of Avatar sequels he makes is dependent on how much money you spend at the ticket counter. Uh, speaking with his usual frankness, this is a quote, the scripts took four years. You can call that a delay, but it's not really a delay because from the time we pushed a button to really go make the movies until now, we're clicking along perfectly. We're doing it very well because of all the time we had to develop the system and the pipeline and all that. We weren't wasting time. We were putting it into the tech development and design. So when all the scripts were approved, everything was designed, every character, every creature, every setting, it's in a funny way, it was to the benefit of the film because the design team had more time to work. <clears throat> all right. Well, he continued on. Yes. Most of the actors, the key principals, have all re- has read all four scripts, so they know exactly what their character arcs are. They know where they're going. They know how to modulate their arc now across the first two films. We all know where we're supposed to be dramatically in the saga, and that's great. Let's face it. If, if, if Avatar 2 and 3 don't make enough money, there is not going to be 4 and 5. They're fully encapsulated stories in and of themselves. It builds across the five films to a greater kind of meta-narrative, but they're fully formed films. Whew, say that five times real fast. Uh, fully formed films in their own right, unlike, say, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, where you really had to go sort of go, oh, shit, all right, well, I guess I better come back next year, even though all that worked and everybody did. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> dick. So basically, if no one sees two and three, like you're going to get two and three regardless. Yes, it's awesome. going to happen. Yeah, well, that's the apparently. Right. In my lifetime? Well, apparently, Avatar 2 is release date is uh, December 18th, 2020. 2020. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Unfucking believable. And the mouse is like, it's fucking better. You've seen that spread we did? Yes. I mean, apparently, it's, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's very impressive down there in Florida to go see it. Um, but <laughs> I have to say, probably within the next year, if 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 there's another delay, I could see, you know, do your mom. <laughs> Where's our fucking money back? Because <laughs> it's like, you, you've got to figure, there's, there's, Disney probably put so much money into the, of course, obviously they put so much into Avatar land at, at, at Disney that they want more films because you don't want something that's been around now and it's been over a decade, I think, at this point. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. it was made in 2009, I think. I think. All right, all right. Okay, so, so by the time years. the sequel comes out, the movie had been would have been out for over almost 11, 11 years. years. Yes. Yeah. That's a long time for a sequel. Right. Now, granted, people are going, well, you waited 30 years for fucking Star Wars, didn't you? No one knew Star Wars was a common. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows Avatar 2 is on its way. It's supposed to be here. Supposedly. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I like. Well, I guess we'll find out in 2020. <laughs> now, so I got time to watch the first one. Then you got plenty of time. In fact, if you watch the director's cut, it'll probably take you that long anyway. It's about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, now, not only does James Cameron have the Avatar controversy, one of the other controversies is Titanic. Yes. All right. Stacey's already shaking her head. Do you know what the ti- that? Is this him releasing his statement on why What's Her Face didn't let Jack get on the fucking board yes. with him? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can tell you one thing. Apparently, according to him, it's not because of physics. Sure, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's his movie. Uh, okay, everyone knows, everyone who's seen Titanic, spoiler, not only does the ship sink, <laughs> all right? But the ship sinks? Yeah, really. Sorry, spoiler. 
Snap hits an iceberg. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Based on historical facts. When? Nineteen twelve? Uh, like, yeah, nineteen twelve was a big big ship. Really? Big, lots of yeah. people died. Supposed a lot to be of people. Oh. Like, Apparently God himself couldn't sink this ship, Ed. Uh, but uh, but an iceberg An iceberg could. Uh-huh. Um, that's Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> um so now when you see the movie, at the very end there's these two uh, lovers, Jack Rose and Jack. Rose and Jack, right. Um, it talks about their, their basically her falling in love with the stranger. Um, and by the end, they're both in the water. She jumps on this big-ass plank. and it's a Jack, door. It's a door. Mm-hmm. Big-ass door. And Jack, Jack is left out in the cold, yeah. literally. Yeah. You know, so there's always been this speculation that, that there was plenty of room on that, on that door that Jack could have fit in multiple different ways. In fact, Mythbusters actually did an episode That's on right. it. That's right. They did. To prove that... Yeah, someone could have done this. Yes. So the bitch let him die. <laughs> She's like, I want that naked photo of those the, uh, out, <laughs> out. So, you know, that could ruin my career. So I'm just going to kill you instead. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> so, and so now we all agree we've seen there's, here's the, here, someone did a photo of how, you know, two people could have sat on that door. Right. You know, multiple times. Um, it's a question many people ponder that overall. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> it's a story they don't want me to tell. This is why Ed Prince is out. Ah, uh, yeah, well. All right. So it's uh, basically questions pondering over the years. And now we get to hear James Cameron's thoughts on the matter. Okay. Again, same Vanity Fair interview. Because I guess he must have got him in a good day. Um, he asked why Jack just couldn't jump on the door with Rose. His not so satisfying response was obviously it was an artistic choice. The thing was just big enough to hold her and not big enough to hold him. Was it though? Was it really? <laughs> it's called art. Things happen for artistic reasons, not for physics reasons. But did they have? But did they? But did they really have to die? Had he lived, the ending of the film would have been meaningless. The film is about death and separation. He had to die. So whether it was that or whether a smokestack fell on him, he was going down. (laughs) (laughs) So what's now? How does he feel about people are still obsessing with over that question in 2017? I think it's all kind of silly, really, that we're having this discussion 20 years later. But it does show that the film was effective in making Jack so endearing to the audience that it hurts them to see him die. All right. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I mean, really? Anybody here? Any hands? Hands? About whether any? Jack lived or died? Yeah. I, I I never cared. I saw the movie three times, you know, and all times I never once was like, come on, that guy can fit on the door. It's not until like later in life, it was like years and years later when it was brought to like my attention via the internet. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I guess he could have fit on the, wow, well, I guess he could have, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Click. Like, just move on. Like, I'm not sitting there going, I'm not sitting at work going, geez, if only she would have moved over a little bit, she could have helped the mob. Right. But then maybe the buoyancy of the door, if she pulled the mob, would have pulled her in. There would have been this non-stop teeter-totter effect <coughs> that people try when they try getting on a raft. Right. Uh, maybe. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not ever once pondering whether or not Jack could get on that fucking door. All I keep wondering is, I sat in this movie for two and a half hours before I could watch a boat sink for an hour. 
Like, come on. <laughs> it could have been opening. Here's the Titanic. They off. 15 minutes later, bang. Another two hours of that movie. Yeah. And it could have just been, hey, look, the guys are playing uh, the music as the ship goes down. Oh, that's kind of nice. Oh, wow, that special effect is awesome. Apparently that was real, though. That, that Apparently there was witnesses that said that the people, that the musicians did play off the people as they were going. Did it sound like... I don't know if they use Jackie Sacks in that. Yeah, right. Or. That's where Lucas got it from. More like. I can't believe people obsess over this stuff. I really can't. I'm like, it was a movie. It wasn't a good movie. I'm sorry. I know it's like the old time billion dollar main movie. Great. It's a love story. <laughs> it's like, it's what it is, and it's more apparently about the boat than the really the love couple. It's <laughs> it's, yeah, that's why I went, and why I was like, oh wait, did I have to sit through this love story to watch boat sink? <sighs> well, at least it's got the guy from the Phantom in it. <laughs> I, I saw it three times. First time because I wanted to see it because the Titanic. I you know as a kid you're like, whoa, that's awesome. Second time kind of to help a buddy out. And then third time was with my mom and my sister. Right. We saw that on video cassette when it was on two two easy VHS, VHS tapes. Back in that day, when you go to Blockbuster <laughs> and then go, I'll rent Titanic, please. Two discs, two two discs, two tapes. Okay, got to make sure I rewind the first one after. You know? <laughs> That's right. Be well, kind, rewind. When you had that moment, did you rewind the first one before you put the second one in, or did you wait till the end of the second one and then rewind it both? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I oh, and that's when the show took a halt. And uh, it just sat there for a moment. <laughs> because I never saw Titanic on VHS. Oh. You know, I think I, I no, you know what? I did see on you know, I'm lying. Because uh, I didn't see out. the theater. You I was like, it I'm out. trying to block it out of my memory. And I do remember like because <clears throat> Because the people I was with, they wanted to see it right away, so they just end up uh, putting right, the second right. tape in and then just rewind them both at the end of when the, the movie is over. All right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, you weren't one of those those fancy people that had a separate rewinder. No. Oh no. Actually, my dad did have one that was barely used because we ended up just rewinding it on the right. VHS tar. You know, that's so, oh, gonna hurt the VCR. Who cares? Uh, really? Because <laughs> we have design? three of them now. Yeah. You know, like, they all they cost like 20 bucks a piece now at this point. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, so where would you like to go? Um, uh, do, do you want to talk about Justice League? Of course I do. You, really? You yes. I, I, I love talking about shit. <laughs> all right. Would you like to hear the truth behind the Justice League Superman must trash conver- uh, controversy? Oh, yes. Please. Uh, all right. Oh, please, please, hey, please, please, uh, please. Uh, are you being sarcastic? Yes, I am. Do you want me to just move on? No. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> I'll move on. I grabbed a bunch of articles. Well, I think we talked about this last week. Was it because of the, the other company? Uh, was it Universal? Not Universal. Uh... He was working for somebody else, and they didn't want him to shave off his mustache because it was a big, giant pissing contest. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. The, yeah, we talked about that last week, so <laughs> we can right. move on then. We can move on. Okay. How about this one? Talking about the, uh, the man always getting in the way. Okay. All right. All right. Apparently, Marvel's creative committee wanted James Gunn to ditch the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. You're kidding. 
You're... Why? No, Ed, I'm not. It's right here. <laughs> it's right here. I will let me just uh, copy and paste this so I can put it into our. That's wild to think about because that's probably like one of the biggest things that really sold the movie. Besides the talking squirrel. Right. I mean, the ooka-chaka, ooka-chaka, yo. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, so here's what happened. <clears throat> this is courtesy of comicbookmovie.com. Um, for long-time directors and writings, writers working on Marvel Studios received unwanted input from Marvel's creative committee. It's a group put together by Marvel Entertainment boss uh, Ike Perlmutter, um, however, once Kevin Feige has reached the end of his tether with that, he managed to convince Disney and Bob Iger to make Marvel Studios a separate entity, which would report to Disney and no one else. Okay. Okay. So there was like a think tank. Yeah. And they were t- t- discussing on like, okay, this is where we want the movies to go. And then Kevin Feige, God bless his soul. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. Was like, no, no, we're going to report to one person only. And that's the fucking mouse. Right. You guys are nobody. I'm going to talk to the guy who signs my check. Yeah. And they're like, Okay, you we know better because your suits, right? Right. So again, Vanity Fair is getting all the scoops because they did that whole spread about the new Avengers movie. Yeah. So I guess they got to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. According to James Gunn, the, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, he described that the group as a group of comic book writers and toy people who gave him haphazard notes about what he should be doing with Star Lord and company in the movie. Uh, chief among them was the removal of the 60s and 70s music, which would ultimately become the platinum-selling awesome mix number one. <laughs> so these guys sat there and went, yeah, 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 that music, get rid of it. No one needs that. We'll get a screw. We'll pay somebody. Get, you know how much money we're going to have to pay for all these songs? It's pointless. Right. Um, platinum-selling album. <laughs> so somebody's got to be in a suit going, shit, I hope I don't get fired for that. <laughs> that, wasn't well, my, you know, that wasn't my idea. That was his. <laughs> I hope they were. I hope, I hope that committee <laughs> was just fired from that group or whatever, because I'm sure they had other jobs that they did for Disney, because Disney likes to stack on jobs to other people, you know, like multiple jobs. Not like Warner Brothers, but that, that's all they fucking do. Well, apparently, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, oh, I'm suits in there going, we need a toy. Um, how about this? Batman needs uh, a thing. We'll call it Nightcrawler. You know, yeah. So he can climb up and we'll have Batman ask Alfred for it, which is something he normally doesn't do. And we'll have this thing come up out of the ground and save him because Batman needs that. Right. But how great would it be to sell a Batman toy? Toy, right. That, yeah, know, that'd be great. That's a $50 toy right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it for 12 cents and we'll sell it for 50 bucks. <laughs> this movie will make billions and not only will it make billions, we'll sell out in those toys. Yeah. Nope. I don't even think it's going to hit uh, Man of Steel money, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Marvel also, the creative committee, was consisted of names like uh, the Marvel Comics publisher, Dan Buckley, chief creative officer, Joe Quesada, Marvel Entertainment president, Alan Fine, (laughs) and writer Brian Michael Bendis. But all but the later seemingly still contribute to Marvel's small screen offerings, and that could explain why those have failed to reach the lofty heights, the company's superior being big screen efforts. Um. And there you have it. I mean, it's one of those things. It's it's like going to like you know like like how they they have the CGI Rocket Raccoon, and they go, you know what we need? We we got like got we got we got Star Wars right. 
They did that puppet for Yoda. It was killer for Empire Strikes Back. Right. Let's get a puppet rocket raccoon. So that way we can, you know, have him at shows and stuff. And he, he could talk to people and somebody's <laughs> hands up his ass. You're yeah, doing the hand motion. So it just means Stacey as if there's a whole audience. <laughs> Apparently we were recording because there's a camera right over there. There's one there too. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, snap. Because <laughs> that lights on. Oh, hey, hey, Mom. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. So, so, you know, they're going to have some puppet, you know, imagine, you know, somebody's hand up up the raccoon's ass, you know, and it's, <laughs> and it's moving, it's being sarcastic, you know, like as always. And, you know, and it's like, this is going to be the next thing because we'll sell this as a puppet. Right. And make a mint, you know, and they're like, fuck It's you. like printing money. Yeah. And they're like, no. no. Welcome to the 21st century. We have computers that can do that. Yeah. I'll have my brother, James Sean Gunn, I think his name is, stand in for Rocket. In a green suit, so we know where he's in, so we can do eye lines, <laughs> and then we'll digitalize him out and put Rocket in. That'll never work. Have you met Groot? <laughs> like, <laughs> how are we going to do him? Hire somebody really, 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 really tall? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's, that's the problem when suits get involved in the creative process. That's right. You like anything you like to add there? Got nothing. All right. Okay, well. Since we're talking about Marvel, yeah. it seems only right that we talk about the mouse. Okay. Okay. Only reason why is because Disney apparently is in talks with Fox. Right. Okay. We've talked about this, yes. We've talked about this, but here's the thing. Um, what do you call it? They, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they put it off to the side, yeah. and then they started back up again not too long ago. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see if I can find the exact article. All right. So, what does uh, Fox own? They own, of course, they own the uh, uh, X-Men and they own the Fantastic Four, the two big things that everybody's talking about. But the one thing they own is the rights to Star Wars. I'm glad you looked over my shoulder. No, I, didn't, not, <laughs> no, no, I, I, didn't, I can't even read because the mic's in my way. But I, I, this was the first thing that I thought of when I heard Fox was trying, they're trying to buy parts of Fox because I'm like, they own the, they own the, the uh, New Hope that's theirs forever. Fox is forever. And then it's like 2020 for the other two, I think it was, or somewhere in that range. Like it's a, it's a far off way. All right. Uh, just about the same time Avatar 2 comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally, if, 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 if Disney was smart, they, they'd buy that part, make the, make the, the Blu-ray of the original uh, theatrical trailer of movies and sell them because I know a lot of fans would buy that. I mean, it'd be a huge uh, uh, market. I'd buy them. Well, thank you, Ed. No, I don't have to read the article. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but to, to re- reiterate your point, because it is a very good point, a very yeah. smart point I might add, too, as well. All right, thanks. All right. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, according to Fox, still has no... Uh, still, The plan is for Fox to keep par- their sports and news properties yeah. while the House of Mouse takes everything else in terms of film and TV. Um, here's a quote. I know you want to talk about the legacies as of those exposed in the, these sexual assault rasping scandals, but I just want to start off with a juicy rumor that is fast-paced gaining steam in town today, that Disney is progressing speedily towards that rumored acquisition of Fox, says Deadline's report, because they had to talk about the, the whole scandals that are going rocking that's, through Hollywood. That's right. Uh, here's what this guy said. Uh, the version I heard is that Murdoch, the, the Murdoch clan keeping possession of sports and news properties and the rest of TV and film studios to go to Disney. Um, radio silence right now from both studios 
And given how Disney has made the Marvel and Lucasfilm deals under the cone of silence, if this happens, we'll probably only know when it's announced. It is certainly being talked about today. Not surprisingly, the reaction around town is not enthusiasm because the uncertainty that comes with potentially reducing a major studio to content generators under the Disney silo system. Uh, Obviously, the deal would have major implications for the entire industry um, and for many franchises, but the one thing in particular that's caught the attention of Star Wars fans is that if Disney were to buy Fox, they could potentially release the original trilogy in its unaltered form, and that, anyone could tell you, that's something we'd all love to see. Yes. You know, and I call it the Han shot version. I agree. I agree. I agree, Stan. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I've Okay, well, you and I both have bootleg versions of it. Yes. Um, I do have an actual real version of it. Actually, I don't, I don't think I have a bootleg version of it. What? And you call yourself a Star Wars fan. I just never... I, I got to a point where, especially on <clears throat> DVD, like like when VHS came out, there was like three or four different versions that came I, out. I got them all. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I didn't buy one. I, I, I was like... Cause you stay I, in your ground? That's right, because I'm thinking there's going to be a better medium for this than VHS. Even back then? Yes. Wow, yeah, it was called LaserDisc <laughs> back then. And back then, but I even thought LaserDisc was going to be a dying art because of the, the limitations it had. I wish I was talking to you when I sat down and bought my four hundred dollars disc set. That's that's all right. <laughs> it's fine. It was it was in the late nineties, I think it was. Yes, <clears throat> and and that, I mean, it, it was nice. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was a great system, but it was like it's so antiquated, so big, and I, so. What do you mean? The idea of the halfway through a movie, I got to walk across, flip it over to the other side, <laughs> and continue playing. Yes, I, because I couldn't afford a fancy flip for its own. It, it used to be like a seventy-eight, like a, an old record. Like if you think I like, once saw total segue, a what do you call it? A multi, five minutes too long. <laughs> a multi-disc laser disc player. Really? Yes, where it was like you know, like a five you could put five movies in there. Wow. And I was like, that seems unnecessary. <laughs> Just to have five movies loaded at any time that you still had to open up and flip over. <laughs> <laughs> so so, you, so you back then. Yeah, well they I mean like a thing, I, I'm I'm always interested in technology and I always look for the next thing. And they there was there was a lot of talk about these cubes that you were going to have. And they were so like portable that you could put them in your pocket. That's how small these cubes were, and you could put them in any player, and it would play. You know, that sounds like the future. <laughs> it was back then because it was the it was the mid nineties when they were talking about this. But they were also talking about like you could plug it into a cable that would plug into a, like a, another device that like like they were thinking like that you could use old VHS uh, recorders and plug it in that way and oh. and play it that way. Like that was the kind of technology that was going out there. And I'm like, well, this is, this is going to be it because imagine that. And then they were talking about the cube could probably actually hold like 10 movies. Wow. You know? Magical cube. But yeah. It was like, you know, and I'm like, I can't wait to see this. If it actually exists, you <laughs> know, we'll call it the Tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> no, they never call it that. But it was like, I, I knew that like going forward, like you, you see technology the way it was. Cause I remember like zip disc. You remember zip disc? Yes. God, do I remember zip disc. <laughs> People that don't know what zip disc is back in the day, there used to be floppy disks and they used to be, they start out as uh, seven and a quarter inch disks and then they turned to a five and a half and then they are five and a quarter. And it was three and a half after yeah. that. 
and it was so small, but like you could pull programs and that like when I was in school, that's how you would write a program. You would save it to disc. Sometimes you had to save it to two or three discs at a time. Right. In case you lost one. <laughs> right. Or, or actually the program was too big for one disc. Right. And then zip disks came out and that was like the future because it could hold a lot more data and you're like, awesome. But you need a zip disk player to hook up to your computer. And it was like so fucking expensive. Right. And you're like, I'm like, this technology is never going to take off. And it didn't. And then the CD came out like right after that. Yeah. And that was it. Like, like one CD came out, Zip does like, Zip what? It's like, hey, this is going to be great. This is going to be the future. And all of a sudden, someone's like, hold my beer. <laughs> Look, I just did all that, except on, a, on, a, on a, a, a tape. It's on a disc. Right. Oh. You can do what? Music and data? Oh. oh. And it holds more information? <gasps> oh. Sign me up. And everyone's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I hope they didn't put money to that. <laughs> Because I know people who bought those players, and they loved the, the, the Ziptix uh, uh, <clears throat> units, and they were they just they had all these Ziptix. It was great because you could load program after and it was like one disc. Yeah. You have two or three programs running at one time, or games and that kind of stuff. And people were sharing Ziptix or copying them and all that kind of stuff, and it was great. But then it was like CDs came out. It was like fuck, that's a lot easier and it's a lot more data that you can hold. You know, so. That's that's then I knew that like back then like like the next I didn't know it was going to be called DVD you know kind right because you didn't know where that technology was going but you, I'm thinking you never movies, know about the name right you know but CDs you could actually do movies on those as well yeah. like that was the thing like you could do all that technology on a CD and I'm like they just have to make this bigger like more data holding on this thing and I'm like I remember flipping it over and looking and it was like you know you could see the lines like being yeah. burned into it and it's like. There's a lot more space on this that you could probably put on this and hold more data on it, sure enough. Look at you, Ed. Now, if there's only way you could actually funnel that that knowledge that you have into some sort of working program, we could be millionaires. <laughs> we? Well, he? Not you. Well, I mean, I would help him. I would be the, the mouthpiece. <laughs> step right up. Step right up. Imagine this cube with all your information. <laughs> no. This is Ed's idea. It's his millions. All right, not yours. But I would say that this is this is stuff that I've been reading, and you 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 think because I remember I remember Electronics Monthly magazine. They were talking in 1983. Now you got to go way back. <laughs> like, like, way, like he, the way he did that hand motion to me, like like 1983. Like I wasn't there for that. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't doing that. It was like I'm like you got to think back to 83 of technology back then. There was no cell phones. There was You're right. You know, <laughs> everything was done by faxes, faxes and right. phone calls. Well, exactly. You know, you, there was pay phones everywhere. <laughs> Give her a moment. So <laughs> but they were talking about there was there were the future was uh, holographic imaging, <laughs> you know. And they, there was a there was a picture. It was a, it was an art rendering picture of a football game on your floor, and all these people were sitting on a couch watching this game. The, the picture was real, and they just right. superimposed this cartoon of these football players playing a game on their floor, like kind of thing. And that was like the whole idea was the fact is that you're going to have this kind of technology, and it did somewhat work like there right. was a video game that was out i remember the holographic did, video game right and then there was some televisions that almost did it but it wasn't projecting on your floor it was projecting on a screen it was right. almost like the first uh, uh attempts at 3d right at home as a home lo- thing but you had to be a millionaire like you know a multi-millionaire to have one. scrooge with duck kind of cash exactly <laughs> you need to dump you need to jump into a safe full of coins <laughs> swim <laughs> and know how to swim in those coins <laughs> To get that kind of technology. Yeah, well, since we are, I've got to love my segues here. Yeah. Since we've been talking about Disney and Star Wars, 
we got to talk video games, specifically Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Now, we've talked about how the, the microtransactions and how many people are pissed off, right? Yeah. Well, there is a petition going around that you might want to sign. Okay. To have Lucasfilm revoke EA's Star Wars license. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, this is after the recent controversy. Um, the loot box system, as we talked about in the past show. Yep. Um, as well as the closing of Visceral Games, they were they were online to make a new first person kind of adventure Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Um, the tra- and the transition of the studio Star Wars title from the linear game to the broader experience is safe to say that fans aren't too pleased with EA at the moment. Uh, now, following the most recent wave of outrage, a new petition has surfaced online that encourages Lucasfilm to revoke EA's license to the Star Wars franchise. It's like, you guys have been fucking up so bad, we're going to take it, take it away from them. <laughs> like, you do not deserve to play with these toys anymore. Yes. Uh, the petition currently has a whopping 19,000 signatures at the time of the article, which is uh, November 27th, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's well on its way to reaching the intended stretch goal of 25,000. In the change.org description, John Hunt reaches out to fans claiming that EA's usage of Star Wars license in the last four years is proof that they, quote, honestly do not care about the gameplay experience or content, but instead prefer to rush out the next release and milk as much money from the consumers as possible. I mean, <laughs> I mean first, isn't that called consumer, consumerism? Yeah. That, yeah. That's kind of the point of that's capitalism? The whole idea. Yeah, that's the whole idea. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. they're doing it wrong, apparently, I guess. I mean, I, apparently, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Give it to somebody else. It's going to do the same exact thing. <coughs> well, apparently, it's not just a recent release and cancellation that makes him all butt hurt. Get it? It's <laughs> because <laughs> his last name's Hurt. Right, <laughs> um, it's the user's recount of often forgotten failures of the first Star Wars Battlefront title back in 2015. Uh, when the game first launched, it was relatively short on content. And while the experience looked and sounded better than any Star Wars title in history... The season pass provided the majority of the gameplay while splitting the fan base in half in the process. Yeah. Um, in the game's successor, EA promised real change, and gamers eagerly awaited the release of the highly anticipated sequel. Unfortunately for the fans, as soon as it was announced that Star Wars Battlefront Two was plagued with pay-to-win issues stemming from an expensive loot box system. And although the publisher was quick to lower the ridiculous credit account required to buy heroes such as Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker the community still isn't happy with how EA is treating it. Unfortunately for Electronic Arts, the pay-to-win controversy has already gathered some real traction as official organizations began to weigh in whether or not loot boxes are a form of gambling. For now, the company's best move would likely be to make all loot boxes contain cosmetic items, though it's hard to juggle whether this entire situation will be salvageable for anyone involved. Thoughts? Comments? (laughs) Um... I disagree. All right. right. The the reason why is because Disney has shut down their video game division. There is no more Disney electronic entertainments or whatever. I forget what the name of the title of their their group was. And you can yell it out all you want. Well, the LucasArts used to have its own. um, Yeah, uh, they did too as well. And the reason why is is that it's cheaper for the mouse. You know, mouse makes more money by licensing it out versus making the game itself because he does the hiring these programs. It's not my money; it's your money. Exactly. I just reap the benefits. You want to use Han Solo? Sure, go ahead. 
pay us. Yes. Right. Whether whether it's successful or not, you got to pay us. That's right. Yeah. And that's that's the whole idea of it. That's that's why they did it. And for I mean, like they could do it. They could revoke their license. But the thing is, is that Disney has to have another game company lined up. up, right? And that's the thing. And it's like, who would get it? Who who would be the next one? And then there's a lot of great groups out there. So oh, I yeah. mean, I can't see anybody fucking this up. There might be a lot of people salivating right now going, oh, we'll gladly take that license off of you guys because we have an idea for Star Wars that everyone keeps thinking we would love to make. Because who? I'm, 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 I'm not sure, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a stupid question that, that I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask, and I know you will know the answer to this. Who makes Madden? Is it EA? It's EA Sports. Okay, good. So this, this, this argument's going to yeah. be easy then. <laughs> They've recently, since, since we're, we live in Philadelphia, <coughs> Facebook has now been showing EA has, they have like a live stream of a game on EA of the Eagles playing whoever and how the turnout is going to be. And that's basically like pretty close oh, to okay. what it's going to so be. They, they do like they do. You, they used to do it just for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like who was going to win the Super Bowl between the two. It's like that. Like we had our AI simulators team up with, you know, and exactly. figure it all out. Yes. And that's, and they, they, they're now doing this like week by week for all the Philadelphia games. Or I don't, they might be doing it for other teams, for other cities. I don't know. Probably, but yeah. I'm only seeing the ones for Philadelphia since I'm in Philadelphia. Makes sense. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, I can't believe people are playing this fucking game. Like, I, this is a <laughs> terrible looking game. This, I mean, that the players look great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's beautiful to look at. But like, I'm like, you you have to watch the motion of these guys and they the way they walk. They all walk the same, like the Neanderthals. And I'm right. like, maybe it's just a player way of doing it. I don't know. And there is some subtle different walks for different things but there's not that many even the coaches walk the same way you know kind of thing and then when they line up for a, a play to watch that like nowhere in football do they line up like they do in this ea madden game because they're all running around like weirdos like you know in a line you know kind of thing and they're lining up and they're like some are running backwards and then running right backwards like it's really weird like they're, it's almost like i thought they were rewinding the game oh, okay to do a replay i'm like no this is an actual play like they're setting up their lines to Wow. To set it up, but they're running backwards and it's so creepy looking. I'm like, <laughs> no human in the world like looks like this doing this like type of thing. I'm like, this is not real life sports like at all. Like I, I that's why I think they're striving for when they keep making these games the next year and the next year. And- yeah, well they keep for every time um this is what happened when I can't play hockey anymore. The NHL eighteen mm-hmm. or seventeen. I tried playing it. And like look, I'm all for trying to make a game as realistic as possible. Where as far as, you know, like, um, passing the puck, shooting the puck, punching. But when the the puck gets to the boards, you can actually, like, tie people up and learn and kick the puck back out in the play. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't need my games to be that realistic. It's, right. a, it's a video game. I'm not, I'm not a Monday morning quarterback. I'm not a real defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't need to know those subtle nuances. Right. Now, granted, I will step aside and say like people are and that's great but for the most casual player it's like well i like i said i need three buttons pass shoot and punch right like that's all i need right you know and give me my team give me the way like, and even you can even, even have philadelphia like hey look here's here's the rink and just try to make it look realistically as possible i don't need to be as accurate as possible <laughs> exactly right i just want to play the game and enjoy it not go all right now i'm going to do uh x square 
spin the one controller one right. way, spin the other controller the other way, trigger, do the, you know. That's the reason why I don't play the UFC games because the UFC games look great too, but it legitimately is like, okay, well, you have to hold one button down, and then when you hold that button down, it's like, okay, that, that activates the grappling part. Well, then if you want to do a certain grapple, you have to move the right, you know, the left joystick in a certain direction and hit like the X button. That's one grapple. But if you if you move the joystick down and hit the X button, that's another grapple. It's like I don't need a flow chart to actually play a video game. <laughs> like I don't care if it's a hammer lock or a knee lock. Let me punch the guy in the face. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Right. Like I, I was like, I'm I'm kind of done. So you know, going back to the whole Star Wars thing, right. <laughs> the reason why we started this whole conversation <laughs> is. I, I I think EA is at the point where I, I'm like, I don't really know that they know how to make games. Like, you know, like I think, I mean, they do a great job making it look realistic as possible. I mean, like, when I'm playing the game, I love the Star Wars game because it's just like, it looks so realistic and they put so much detail in it. It's great. But when you get to a point where I'm like, it's impossible to, like, I'm at a point now, I'm like, I'm a casual gamer. I'm not a hardcore gamer like Sean is. I'm a casual gamer. And last night I was trying to play the same. I'm at the same point I've always been. I'm trying to escape Endor. I'm in a TIE fighter. <laughs> Which technically, if time-wise, maybe 20 minutes into a story. Right. Like it's, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like so like way behind everybody else. It's not even funny. But the thing is, is I'm flying this TIE fighter and through debris. And I'm like, I'm like this is impossible. And then like, I got to do a 360 turn. And like, like I never get sick on these games like i know you get sick if it's like spinning around like crazy but a couple times i got lightheaded i was like i'm like whoa wait a minute i gotta yeah, stop you're spinning the camera too, too fast. fast you know and i'm like because i'm like i gotta get back to those x-wings or y-wings and destroy them and i'm like Whoosh, and i'm like upside down i'm like all right it's not adjusting fast enough for me oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh hope no one ever threw up in the falcon <laughs> like, <laughs> this is gonna suck me puking in my helmet <laughs> 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 I, like I said in the car on the way up, I, I was I was playing it too this past weekend, and I was doing the the flying multi, and I fucking suck. Yeah, like it legitimately. I would told her I was like, I gotta practice. Like I'm literally just gonna have to go to the arcade part and actually play the flying part to get the pitch and remember which one turns my yeah my ship up left and right, which one moves it up and down. Because I found that it's two completely different things. Yeah, I'm like. Why can't you make it like flight co- like flight controller like the joystick, the left one, up down left right, kind of moves your you ship know, your ship and make the right one the throttle. Yeah, like, how hard is that? Not hard at all. You think? Uh, but for some reason, my stupid ass can't figure that out. Because I've been thinking, there's not that. Like, I'm in a Tie Fighter. There's only one. They don't have missiles. Nope. They only have lasers that shoot forward. That's it. That's right. You know, and so there's there's two extra buttons. There's two trigger buttons. There's which is does three. So it's like a left trigger, a right trigger, <laughs> and a left and right trigger. Right. Worthless. <laughs> Worthless. The left trigger. What it does is it gives you super speed. Uh-huh. So now you're like it's it's like like having a nitrous tank in your car, yep. and you go, and it's very limited. So it's not like you're you're flying fast for like a while. It's like <coughs> three seconds, four seconds, maybe tops at right. this point. It feels like it, and then that's it. And then you got to wait for recharge right. to get to it. So if you're far away and you got to fly back, and it's you used it once, you're screwed. <laughs> the second one is. So your guns don't overheat. 
I have yet to use that one at all <laughs> because I don't fire enough that it overheats. I'm not like because you're too busy playing human target. Yes, you're a human. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm flying around. I'm like trying to trying to find these people because it's always these these squares on your screen that are always like the top left or bottom screen. So you're flying in that direction. All oh my now, god! <laughs> you just described the majority of my event. It was uh, Friday night. So, you, so you're flying down the because they're down there and all of a sudden all oh, they're all go up to the top of the screen I, and you're like how the fuck did i pass them i didn't even uh, see the fuckers I, how did i miss that I had that exact same problem i must have went around the ship i must have did like four or five loop-de-loops for no fucking reason other than going how the fuck do i turn left <laughs> and all i can imagine is being a guy at home that i'm on his team Watch me just going, wee! <laughs> like, look at this asshole. Um, isn't that nice? Someone let his, his, his kid play the game. Right. Like, I'm sitting there, a 47-year-old man going, how the fuck do I turn? And this guy's just going, oh, look, he's letting his three-year-old play. <laughs> like, I must have just looked like a, a flying idiot. Like, I, and then he'd be like, or I got real close to the, 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 the starship, and I was like, how the fuck do I get away from it? And I hit it. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, or better yet, better yet, I finally find one. You finally find one. <laughs> it's a Y wing, and you're shooting the shit out of this thing. And you can hear it. You see damage. You see uh-huh. smoke start bellowing out of it. And you're thinking, now I'm getting too close to this thing. I can't shoot because now it's my guns are too low. So now I have to fly up. Well, I fly too fucking high up, and now I'm like, it's gone. I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta find the fucker. And, you know, you know. It's like, you know. And luckily, they have a like a a, 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 a pen a, a six a octagon. No, it's that's a yeah. There's there's certain it has a square sectagon. and then a circle. Yeah, yeah. And it shows you how much damage is missing because there's there's a line right. that goes around it, so you know how much damage is on. So you gotta find that one that you've been hitting. Because I'm like, all right, I'll I'll go find another one. That's that's not yeah, a thing. Yeah, there's I'll, plenty I'll, of them out I'll there. I'll get I'll get another one. I'll get that one back later. But the thing is, is that now you're now you're doing the fucking thing all over again. Uh, now they're all at the top of the screen. You fly up. Now they all land at the bottom. Fuck you! <laughs> I, I swear, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm like, I'm just gonna give the arcade version. I can play it by myself. I just wish you could just like skip jump this part, like just to go to the next part. Cause I'm like, there's not a lot of flying in this game. I'm assuming as the, as the standalone version of it. Is there? All right. I'm not, I, I finished the storyline. I know there's, there's plenty of flying in it. Fuck. I look, fuck. I, do you, you go there. Then, then there's a part where you have to fly another machine and yeah, there's a lot of flying. Fuck. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, now, so take the fucking license away from me at this point. Yes, I agree now. You know what? At first I disagreed. Now talking it, I talked myself out of it. Fuck EA, take it away. Sign that petition. It's on our. It's on our. It's on our YouTube uh, Facebook. So now, since we're talking about Star Wars, yeah, and things that annoy us, yeah, let's talk about Coco. All right, all right. I have not seen the movie. Neither has Stacy. You have. Yes. You liked the movie, right? Yes. Yeah, very, very heartfelt movie. Very okay. Good. Now, right before the movie, you had previews. Yes. How about how, how long did you say that it was? Uh, well, are you just talking the trailers or trailers the, and, the, the, and the movie? The, the trailers. Just by the time the screen, the last trailer finished. There was about probably six trailers, so it's probably a, a little over five, six, no, probably like eight, nine minutes of, of trailers. Okay. So let's round up to ten. Yeah. All right. Then after that, what were you presented with? The Olaf Christmas uh, finding a tradition, tradition holiday, something special thing. 
And that's the main reason why my wife wanted to actually go see really? Coco. Well, she wanted to see Coco too, but she she loves Frozen, so she wanted to see this the the the. So she was pleased with the twenty minutes that she had to sit and watch that. Yes. Okay. How about how did you feel? You know what? I I didn't mind it at all because you know, like I check run times. Like I know, right, right, like right. I know, like all right. How long is this movie going to be? Because if I have something to do afterwards, what can I do? Like, and that kind of thing. So I actually look at run times. Now, of course, they don't give you the run time of the short. They just give right. you the run time of the movie. But I figured, you know, and add this much for trailers and I'm this right, much right, right. for, you know, for the movie. And I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it because, you know, but I was like, I was more impressed the fact that it was longer than the standard shorts that usually get There's from a reason them. for that. Yes. I know. I'm just saying that there's oh, a reason for okay. that. Okay. So for me, I enjoyed it just because I liked, I did like the Frozen movie. I did like Olaf. I know I know that's not one of your uh, favorite characters. not my favorite character. But. You know, I just think he's goofy enough, and he's like that innocence and that wide-eye kind of like almost childish way that's always kind of fun to see how stupid he can do. And it was, and there was parts that just I laughed at. Cause, I, I heard more on. <laughs> yes okay I, all right you know, i'm not yeah let's not your code here it's not, it's not a fucking kid show yeah he was a fucking moron it's basically what it was and i enjoy watching watching a moron try to do something because it's hilarious it's I'm, always funny everyone loves a lovable moron that's right right okay he tries his best and he fucked up but it's like <laughs> well tink tink <laughs> <laughs> there you go and nice call back ed well, apparently, see, now some people feel like that, and they're like, oh, it is what it is. But there's people who have brought their kids. They're like five, six-year-old kids, yeah. Goosey Coco, and they're watching a Frozen short, which is 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Normally, the short's like five to ten minutes long. Uh, uh, you know, Yeah, it's, just, it's like an average of almost a long trailer. But it's gotten a really, really big uproar. Like, people are like, I didn't want this. Now my kid, not only did I spend, sit through about, you know, for you, you got off light with like ten minutes worth. Some people sat there for 20 minutes in tra- trailers and then had to sit through another 20 minutes of a movie that they didn't want to see to go finally get to the part where they want to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, for an adult, all right, you know what? While it might be an inconvenience, it might be enjoyable because you're sitting there. From Apparently, from what majority of the articles that I've read, parents are kind of like, Ugh. because now my kid who want, is sitting there going, where's Coco? Why are you watching Frozen? Where's Coco? Right. How, you know, like, there's that now. Granted, when you take your kid to the movies... There's going to be, there's certain, like, I would say, unspoken rules, I guess. Right. You know, you want to make sure that they're good, they sit quietly, you know, but they're kids. They're going to be kids. Right, right, because they're going to get rambunctious after so much time goes by. They're just going to get up their seats and do something or say something because right. they're going to they're gonna go, I'm tired of watching this. Because if they're at home, you just pause the movie or stop the movie at that point. You let the kid run around like a maniac for 12 hours or whatever. and then <laughs> 12 hours. <laughs> Sometimes wow. it feels like that. And then, you know, they go, well, well, let's watch the movie again. And they sit down and you continue on with the movie. All right. But, it, you know, in the theater, you can't do that. I know you feel some sort of type of way about this. Uh, are you done explaining? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get I got his side. I want your side before I actually get to the well, article. Well, actually, I want to, before she starts, I just want to say one thing, because I know this is going to sound old, but I don't, I don't care anymore. Uh, when my father used to tell me about, like, when he would go to the movies, like, they, they like it wasn't just go and see the movie and sort of seeing the trailers. It was, you got a short, you got a cartoon, and then you got the movie. So it's spending right. the day at the movies, which is right. that type of thing. And that's to me, was like, when Disney started putting these shorts in front, I enjoyed that because 
it was a, it was now I'm getting more for my money. It's basically sure. what it comes down to. It Disney's giving me a little bit more to appreciate, even if it's a five minute short. At least it's something extra you're getting besides just the movie that you're getting from Disney. And it's like I appreciate that from Disney. Going, you know what? They're giving you like a day out of the movies. That's that's the kind of feeling they, that that old time feeling of what you're getting. And I enjoyed that a lot. So for me, it didn't really bother me much. But now you can go right ahead. now, there's someone going. Well, we can land back in the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have not seen Coco yet. Yeah. And I'm very excited to go see Coco. I thoroughly enjoy Olaf. I think he's just a genius fucking character. Okay. Sure. Super comic relief for a very heavy movie when you think about what no, you're absolutely right. is really about. I don't think that the issue that, and I'm not a parent, okay, but I've had to let multiple children watch a movie in one setting right you think taking your one five-year-old is hard to watch a movie try taking like 18 five-year-olds to watch a movie right to a field trip at that so i get it you took your kids to the movies they thought they were gonna get one thing you got 20 minutes of another thing right generally speaking most children love frozen i mean it's a fucking phenomenon when it first came out sure super big Children still like Frozen. Still a very popular movie, right? I think what parents are really bitching about is that they are tired of Frozen. Uh, right? Okay. I don't think it actually has anything to do with the children. Because if your five-year-old doesn't do good with sitting for 20 minutes at a time, you have no business taking them to the movies to begin with. No matter what they want to go see. All right. Like, none. If you know that your kid is not, and some kids aren't good at it, and that's okay. A child doesn't have to be good at sitting to watch a you know twenty minute movie or thirty minute movie. You figure TV shows are thirty minutes long with commercials, you know. Right. Your kid may not be good at that. That's fine. Don't take them to the movies to go see anything. Then everybody knows Disney puts shorts in front of their movies. I kind of feel like if it would have been a different short, people wouldn't be as pissed off. Well, I mean, I. Kind of see that, but most generally the shorts are anywhere from like five to ten minutes. Right, I'm not talking time. Well, I, well, I think is... I think that's the problem everyone's having. I think it's not necessarily the subject matter. I think it's the length of the subject matter, and that's well, where I'm disagreeing with you. Well, and, and also too, the fact it's not really so much the, the the twenty minute short that you're getting with Frozen. It's the fact is, is that you're they're adding on more and more trailers as this movie gets watched because they're cramming more and more sure. stuff. Because they want you to go see these other films, so like, let's get a trailer out before that. Let's, you know, let's. Oh, you know, Ferdinand's coming out. Let's get that trailer out there. There was another Spanish movie that was an animated movie that's coming out. Let's get that out there. That's what we were watching. Because the first time, like I said, I like they said that last week was fact is I thought I was in a Spanish theater <laughs> because it was all in Spanish, and I'm like, are we in the right theater? <laughs> like, maybe we should go like see what's going on. And it was just because it was that movie. But then there was more and more trailers. And as time goes on, like, I know, like, when you see movies later, like, if you go, oh, you know what? I'm not going to go be the first one to see this movie. You know, I want to see it, but I'll see it in my own time. And it's like, oh, a few weeks go by. It's not that popular. I'll be able to get a good seat and relax and enjoy this. Then they add, like, 20 trailers. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, how many trailers are you going to throw on this thing? Because they want you to... Get every experience so you go yes or no to a to a trailer right away and go well let's go see that one or you know like oh that's terrible or you know or you know the soundtrack's good but it looks you know it looks hokey or you know you know as the time goes on so now you got all those trailers and then the twenty minute long short and you're going oh crap now I'm going through this and, you know and you're right it could have been it could have been another short altogether it could have been 
something like Pixar pulled out that right. they had. It could have been a 20-minute long one as well. And it probably would have been less annoying for them because they were sick of seeing, you know, Frozen. Because, right, I think uh, parents are tired of Frozen. And and I get it. You know what I mean? When you have to listen to Let It Go all day long on a constant fucking loop, you want to slice Elsa's throat. Right. Right, like it, it you... As an ad- and I love that song and sing it on my own free time regularly. And it still drove me up the wall to have to listen to it constantly. Olaf is just a side product of that. You know what I mean? So I think that per- what I think is that parents are annoyed at what it was that was 20 minutes long. Will they admit that? Probably not. I think that's what it was. I think that if what, if they would have put pulled out like a, like a little mini 20 minute long, um, incredible something they wouldn't have bitched as much or if it was a little 20 minute long finding nemo something or dory or um monsters university monsters Monster Inc. right yeah. or um what's the one about the feelings um in and out inside out inside sorry <laughs> what, in and out done something like... other than something that got <laughs> that shoved, shoved down their throat i just don't think that they would have been upset or as upset rather because the trailers are long, but believe it or not, it's easier to get a child to sit down, generally speaking. Not all kids are the same. It's easier to get a kid to sit down to watch something consecutively than to constantly change the content. So trailers are tough for kids because you show them one thing for two minutes and they get in- interested in it and then you change it and completely show them something different. So I think Disney decided, okay, well, we have to put these trailers because that's what movies do. They didn't charge anything extra for the Olaf thing. It's not like, oh, hey, you're going to come see Coco, but we got this 20-minute short, so you're going to pay an extra $2 per ticket. They just happened to put it in there. And although, though the trailers are not Disney's fault, it's the movie theater's fault. Right, That's right. the problem. I mean, like, you know, you may, may, may there might be theaters that going, you know, we're only going to show three trailers, five right. trailers max, and that's it. And then, and then no matter what, that's what we're going to do. But AMC is really notorious for going, how many can we get in? Like, right. How many we're can we get like away seven. with? By the time you see the last trailer, you don't remember what the fuck the first trailer was. Yeah. So, that's, anyway. That's how I feel about it. All right. Well, the article goes on to say, because uh, we're going to add this and then a follow-up article and let the audience decide how, how what they want to believe. All right? Because okay. according to this, um, the movie, the short's being pulled. Okay. Um, as of December 8th, it's going to be pulled from the showings. Wow. Okay. That is how badly, negatively effective that this campaign is or is it because that's where that the the controversy i'm going to say starts okay um according to an interview with entertainment weekly the short was a lit was a limited release but it certainly doesn't help that the audience hated it and it at it and its staggering length uh the 22 minute short which played after the usual pre-movie ads and trailers for upcoming releases drew criticism from fans and family who lamented its overwhelming runtime all told, audience were looking at nearly 40-minute wait before they could actually watch the movie they paid to see. Reviews in the audience reception for Coco, which delivers a magical and musical story revolving around Mexico's De, de la De la Muertos. I go ahead laugh at me because I'm white <laughs> and not Spanish. Okay? I, I, she chuckled. Um, the, the reviews have been very strong. However, in much of the conversation about the Thanksgiving weekend, um, was overshadowed by the vocal frustration directed at the Olaf-led short movie. Uh, apparently, it was originally planned as a Christmas special that would have aired on ABC television. Disney's heads decided to chose to tack on the short onto the theatrical release of their next highly anticipated film. 
However, it was really silly to confirm that this short run of Olaf's Frozen Adventure was always the plan. With Olaf removed from theaters as of next Friday, audiences will be able to enjoy Coco fully with 20 minutes to spare. Now, that's kind of like the follow-up of the article that I had was to kind of... It's why Olaf is... the. It's why is it really leaving the theaters? And again, mm. this is where you can kind of figure out what, what you want to believe. Okay. You can either... You got column A, which is people bitched about the 20-minute short that could potentially result in people not going to see the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cut it for that reason. Or for this reason that uh, Disney said was that... Um, so it was um, it was always promoted and scheduled as a limited run. And EAEW has confirmed with its theatrical play slated to conclude next week has already been reported. So I don't remember anything saying that, that the first episode that was going to be like a limited run. Um, shit, I'm going to have to my computer to scratch. Um, well, the... the- I, I mean, I kind of remember some hearing something that in a couple commercials when it was uh, on television that it might have been a limited release for for the for the short, so that people would have to come see it like right away, so that they you know we, if you want to see Olaf, you can, and then eventually they they would have you know for limited run you know and Disney's Disney's good for that you know because a lot of people do say that limited run well pretty much till the movie leaves the theater that's the limited run you know and then you know you might see it on DVD. The thing is, is that I think like Disney's like smart that way. They'll go, you know what? For the first few weeks, we're going to have this uh, Coco and, and, you know, with this Frozen. And then all of a sudden now we're going to get rid of it. And people that now missed out are going to have to wait until the release of Coco in the theater. Now, I also know that I have a feeling that Coco, they weren't sure about. And that's why they put Frozen in front of it, because the creators of Coco came on before the movie started and thanked everybody in the theater for coming and seeing Coco in the theater. Right. It was one of the, one of the things that they, 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 they gave a big thank you. They, they loved everybody for appreciating them from the coming to right. see this movie. Right, they do that on the movies sometimes. I think they did it on the, the Thor movie. Right, right, right. Is where the, the director or producer would come in. Yeah, and he came thank in. Thank you for not pirating this and enjoy your experience at the movies and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's, they do it's, it sometimes. Yeah, they do it sometimes to be kind of like, hey, thanks for not being a scumbag and watching this illegally. Well, this, I think the, with the Coco, that was more the fa- fact that is that they weren't sure if this movie was going to make any money. Even though if Disney Pixar's name's behind it, you don't know if it's going to make money or not because of the subject matter that because it is. it's not about a princess. Right. Or, but, I mean, there's not, I mean... It, for, for 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 Pixar, it's one of those type of things where it's a new subject matter, right. and like some people are not like I don't want my kids to deal with death, so right. I don't want them right. to see this movie. Even though right. they don't understand what it looks kind of scary sometimes. Yeah, right. It wasn't at all. There was no scares in it at all. So yeah, there were fun loving uh, skeletons. Yes. Um, <clears throat> let's see. So then there's uh on Reddit. Of course, everyone goes to Reddit nowadays. Yeah. They claimed that a movie theater worker claimed to have received a note from Disney regarding the decision. Please note that the run of Olaf's Frozen Adventure playing before Coco will end after 12-7. The alleged note stated, starting on Friday, 12-8, no more Olaf should, should be up on screen with, an extra, with the extra 22 minutes of running time back. We would appreciate if you could get an extra show if possible. Okay. All right. Well, that just means to be like, hey, now since we're taking out the short, there's no one to complain about at another show so we can still generate an income. Yeah. You know, 
Um, in light of the information provided by EW, the alleged note appears to be more of a reminder and less of a notification of removal. This was always promoted as a limited run, so it's not really a story. The end of our Olaf theatrical playing is coming uh, next week, a Disney representative told EW. All our ads and messaging called it as such. Um, it just goes, kind of gives you with the uh, featuring of what the Olaf movie takes for takes place and what the uh, uh, mashable called the pairing of Olaf's frozen adventure with Coco, um, culturally tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what's that saying is some people are saying that Disney is pulling Olaf because people are pissed off about it. And Disney is saying, no, we always plan to pull Olaf at a certain point in time. Basically, right? Right. right. Okay. That's what it comes down to is like someone at Disney saying, hey, no, 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 that's not the case. We were planning on having a limited run of the short. Right. But that's why I'm asking. Like, I don't ever remember seeing that. Like, is it one of those like, okay, well, it's one of those quiet things where it was like, okay, well, we're going to pull it on the 7th unless no one, you know, like unless it's still generating income for us. And then all of a sudden people start complaining. It's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. It wasn't going to last long anyway. You know, I, I <laughs> with it's with Disney, it's, it's tricky because they, they're, they're the smartest marketing people in the world. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. We've, we've talked about this time and time again. <laughs> and the, the thing is, is that like they, you can, you, the way they, the way they make commercials is so brilliant and it's so, it, it it just blows your mind and you have to really pay attention. And that's the thing. Like I always tell people, it's like really pay attention to stuff because you'd miss things because they can go limited release. And it's very, very like subtle, like very quiet, you know, when they say that. Mm. So you don't know if it was like true or not. So people glance over that when they're listening to the commercial because they're half listening to it because they might be on their phone or on their computer right, or doing something else that, you know, like, you know, sorting through papers or whatever, you know, they're, in their busy lives of, of home and watching television. And when a commercial comes on, they're not focusing more on what they're supposed to be doing, what they want to do than the show, because it's not the content of when watching. It's this commercial. And it's like, Oh good. All uh, Coco's coming out in December or on uh, Thanksgiving. Well, might have to catch that or something like that. And you're half like listening. So I think that they, they wanted to do a limit release and, you know, but if, if nobody complained, they would have let right. it run until Christmas because that would have been like the perfect Christmas ending for Disney right. till Star Wars and you know and so on. So I think they they plan to have it all the way out, but they 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 put the little the little note real quiet that <laughs> all right let, let it release you know and that was it. And then that way, like we got them. Like either way, like like they ignored it, so they you think, but nope, it's in the commercial. If you listen to it, it's right there. Right. Okay. But how do you feel about the fact that that Disney rather than airing it because they own ABC? Yeah. And it was a 22-minute short, well, a 22-minute program that was supposed to be designed to be a, a television show on before one of their theatrical releases. Like, instead of actually airing it on television for the one night, I guess. It's, like, it's production value. It's really what it comes down to. They're going to make more money placing that in front of a movie, and ticket sales are going to make more money for that Olaf short than it would have been for the commercial run on ABC for a 22-minute or 30-minute show, right. comedy commercial they run. Now, as of next year, you're going to see that Olaf short on ABC coming this you know Christmas. Right. The 25 days of Christmas is going to have Olaf. It is <laughs> you know family tradition. You're going to hear that over and over again for the next lifetime, <laughs> rest of your <laughs> lives. From 2018 on, every Christmas, you're going to see the Olaf Adventures is going to be thrown in in whatever ABC could stick it. You know, can we shove this thing in there? You know, and they're going to show it because. 
they're gonna they they're now gonna make their commercial money television wise there versus the movies they made their production value now for the short you love to hate (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna show it a thousand times this christmas i kind of disagree with you and i do not know as near as much about how companies do whether their commercials and and how (laughs) um abc nbc and like these big cable companies i do not know near as much about how these things work as you guys do i will admit that okay but Ed's like, fuck you, bitch. I know exactly uh-huh. what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've been since we doing the show, I've my eyes been open on how things work. <laughs> right. So I completely could be full of shit with what's about to come out of my mouth, and I will admit that. Okay. However, I think that had Disney run it on ABC, mm. that's a children's show, right? We all know they're not running that with the regular. No, it'll adult be ABC it'll be like, shit, hey, right? this week will be the Toy Story so movie. They yet. could have went certain advertisers. I mean, if it's a twenty-two minute short, they're going to put commercials in it because that's right. What yeah, we stretch it out for does. a half hour. They could have advertisers could have paid them to be Toys R Us. No, you know what I mean, like to to be able to be like, okay, and they could have made money showing it in the short in on TV, yeah, and put it in front of the movie. They didn't charge anything extra for this Olaf thing. So they didn't make any extra mo- I don't even remember them saying that Olaf is adventure was going to be in front of Coco. I remember it was supposed to be on television. I yeah. didn't even know this existed. So like I didn't know it was going to be on television. I didn't know that like I didn't well, here's, know here's the thing. that here's this the thing. Olaf thing was coming. The if 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 ABC if Disney decided we're going to run it on ABC, they can only run it once the first year. They're not going to run it on the 25 Days of Christmas on Freeform. They're not going to run it on, a, you know, on ABC Family because that's not Freeform. They're not, they're not going to mo- roll it multiple times on ABC. They're only going to show it once. Okay. Okay? So whatever they made that time is all they made to, to make that, that short. Okay? Right. If they tack it onto Coco or any Disney movie, it could have been in front of Star Wars. You know, right. A whole lost adventure before <laughs> episode eight. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I have, he would have been pissed off. I'd be like. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they made more money because they could tack that the the money they made to make that onto the Coco uh, budget. Okay. Okay. So all the ticket sales that they made for Coco, a part of that went to Olaf to right. Pixar, and going, "Here's your cut, boys. Thanks for thanks for making that short. You made your money back and more, so we profit off of this. Now next year we're going to show it on ABC." And right. then we're going to show it on Freeform. Right. And we're going to show it multiple times. Okay, so what you're saying is now, because once they made their money, and then some, with the theatrical run, any television advertisement that they can charge for it is all right off the top. Profit. It's all profit. All, all profit. That's all that's next year and, all, and on. It's going to be all profit <laughs> every right. time they show it. So the first time, they're going to make the most bang for the buck. TV is not going to be versus ticket sales in a movie. Even right. if they're not charging more money for it, they're still going to tack on to the budget of Coco. Right. And then all that money is now going to be a profit for both Coco and for the short. Right. And they go, great, we made our money back and more. So now we're in good shape. Now we can now work on our next Pixar film, which mm-hmm. is incredible, I think, right, at this point. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, so, this, so now it's like, now we made our money back. We profit off of this. Now we can take this short. Not only can we're going to sell on DVD, too, because when Coco comes out, oh, you're yeah. going to get that short well, as well. that was my next question. Do you think they put the Olaf short on they the put on They put on the shorts on all the others. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Cause they, really? Oh, yeah. I think I would. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it a separate theme, right. the, the Blu-ray. That's well, I, I think, I, they're, I gonna think they're going to do that anyway. I think they're going to make it a separate Blu-ray thing mm-hmm. to be able to buy your kid, because they do that with all the sure. you know stupid little 
all lost stuff. Well, I yeah, they did it with the, the, the Toy Story Halloween, the, the, the right. Shrek Christmas. Um, they I mean, did I know it it's with, not Disney, um, but the 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 second little mini movie with um, Elsa and Anna. Right, and it was like summer adventure or something. Right, and it made so much money. They made the costumes that the girls were wearing in that little stupid short. They, there's costumes for that, so right. they're definitely going to get their money out of this. There's no doubt about that. I think they'll put it on a separate disc. And put it on, put it with Coco, right. like in the special features or something. Because yeah. either way, they're gonna make the money. Well, that's what I mean. Like, normally, like when you bought, when we bought, um, uh, fuck, what, what, um, Finding Me, Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. I think it comes with. We, the, did, we don't own we Finding Dory. Which one did we buy that it came with the short? It came Moana. Moana. Moana sorry, Moana. right? Moana. But but has Finding the short. Dory, Finding Dory has that short as well right. in front of theirs. And so they traditionally do that. It's like, okay, well, this was the movie experience that you had. I don't know if because of the oil and water mixture of of how people feel. About I it. think I think they're going to make it two separate discs. I don't think I they're going to make it a part of Coco because Coco is going to be more of a Halloween movie that they're going to sell you know sell to kids or to families for for next Halloween, and the short's going to be for more for Christmas. So that's going to be like their kind of thing. We'll split it down. We'll split it down. We'll make two different things. People are going to buy it if they want the short. People that are pissed off, they're going to, if they if they love both, they're going to buy both, you know, right. and we'll make both both money both ways. If they didn't like the short and they like Coco, they could sell Coco, or if they just like the short, they can buy the short. Either way, they're they win. Well, and I think it would have been hard too to put the like the Piper short that came in front of Finding right. Dory. It, it was ten minutes long. You can't sell a ten minute something no. on a disc. No, that goes on to the whole Pixar shorts. Blu-ray, DVD, right? That's and like they sell the fuck out of those too. Right. So, so there's mean, three of them now that came, yeah. four of them now that are out that they have, and they're just, cool. Should I've watched them all? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so they're make, they're gonna make their money either way, yeah. but I think they're gonna split it only because they don't want to have the Halloween and Christmas together. Right. You know, they could package it separately and sell it separately and market it separately because they're geniuses. I'm telling you, they're or fucking the, geniuses. The, hey, only available to Target. The bonus bonus movie of. Like, hey, buy Coco, and it comes with the Olaf adventure mm. and, like, a box set. Yeah, they, they say they'll, they'll probably sell the two, like, discs together in a right. flat box, you know, with the two two uh, cases next to each other with, a like, a candy cane in the middle or something oh, like that. Oh, if they're or, real uh, smart, they'll sell the Olaf thing and put, like, a little Olaf tchotchke in it. Right. Because you know? right. if a kid walks by – children love Olaf. I don't, know, I, I don't know why people are bitching. If a kid walks by that and sees that there's a toy in that no. movie – yeah, they're buying it. The, it's, it's done. It's Olaf it dressed up as, as, what do you call it, the day of the day character. Yeah. <laughs> Soul. Soul. <laughs> Got my money. Take my standards. money. <laughs> I mean, this shit's going to be everywhere. All right. Well, there you go. Now, let you, the audience member, decide. Was it just all ruse from the start? What did they, did they, quote unquote, pull it because it was supposed to be a limited run? Or is it because of the nefarious, vitriol <laughs> reaction people got from it? Yeah. Yeah, you guys have to decide yourselves. Let us know if you want. <laughs> it's trying to, you know, uh, just, just let us know. Right. Um, thanks for listening. Yes. You've been listening to Geeksters here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And don't forget to catch the podcast version of the show just by going to our About section on our Facebook page. Or our wordswithgeeks.com website. But if you want to go to iTunes or Google Play Music, we're there as well. But like I said, you can go to the About sections and find any other place to download our, our podcast for free. 
And if you want to contact Ed or anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that is S H A W N. Did I spell it? No. Oh, I'm sorry. S H A W N. Sorry. S H A W N. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. All right. So, what article? It was it was about the suits of uh, Marvel. We were talking about the the fact that they wanted to make changes for uh, um, Guardians, of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm, I don't think I said this in the, in the episode. I'm thinking I am so glad that people at Marvel go screw you. I'm going to the mouse and talking to him about it. And you know, you guys can do whatever you want. You know, for toys or whatever that kind of thing. I'm going to talk to the big man and make sure that you know everything's going okay. And then switching the whole thing. To you know, think if somebody was had the balls to do that in Warner Brothers, well, that's how that's, much of a different impact we would have with all the different like Star Wars. I mean, sorry, uh, Superman, and <laughs> Batman, and Justice League movies. Well, here's here's an interesting thing. Um, I know this is going to be a, a stickler for you, but it has to do with Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. I would say that out of all the DC movies that have been out from Man of Steel to now to Justice League. I would say Wonder Woman is probably their their best movie to date. No, I agree. Oh, okay. I agree. Now, again, um, dealing with suits and all, Patty Jenkins, the director, fought to have the scene where Wonder Woman's in no man's land fighting, you know, with the bullets mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. big scene. She fought to have that part in because the suits didn't want that right. that scene in there. And she was like, "You don't understand. Like this, this, this is." Monumental. This is her becoming Wonder Woman right then and there on the spot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know you were a stickler because of the fact that it happens right. in World War One and she's World War Two, right? But the idea of it being, you know, like she's to be a woman empowerment. It's no man's land, and she's no man, right? So she does the run, and she, you know, kicks ass, and everyone would say that's kind of a a pivotal scene in the movie where it's iconic and it's it makes an impact, and you know, so to speak, on her as a character. So. If it wasn't for her being like, with Patty Jenkins going, no, this seems important, it would have been a completely different movie. You're right, and it would probably have been horrible. But the thing, I, I mean, I agree with you. I'm not, the thing for me, the stickler about being, of course, <laughs> the different wars and being World War Two. You know, I didn't. It didn't bother me. Like it bothered me a little bit because I'm like like historical right. fact nut with certain certain things. You're like that's not right. God damn it! You know, like I just I just want to jump in here to you know historical fact. There is no Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> you know, just. Well, comic book history, <laughs> okay. fact. You know, like, I mean, no, there really wasn't a war Wonder Woman in World War II. I know that. I'm not that <laughs> stupid. I'm, I'm slow. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> but the actual, the, the, the history of the Wonder Woman, it was right, inaccurate right. that way. But, like, for me, it was like, it made sense. Like, it was like, you know, it was a perfect fit, especially right. that scene that really was pivotal. It made it, I think, a more impactful movie, especially for female heroes that right. we really recognize. And I applaud that. And I'm like, you know, and, and then you're right. Like, that was probably the best movie out of all of them. I mean, I did like Justice League. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoyed it as well. I just I just found a lot of too many inaccuracies to go. a lot of holes. <laughs> yes. A lot of holes you have to kind of go, I didn't see that. Uh, <laughs> what, what's that? Poster, Unite the Seven. Where was the seventh person? Was Dark Side in it? Wasn't he? Why did Batman let that guy get away? Right. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. A lot of holes. <laughs> now that Superman came back, Clark Kent came back as well. He died. <laughs> there was a funeral for him with family members and stuff. I, what was with the Russian family? Yes. I, was it just to set up the joke that Flash saves them while Superman gets to save a whole building of people? Yeah. 
why do we not know that building of people existed at all in the entire movie? Right. Except for that moment. moment. I, I and why did the flash run that way at the end where he was running? It looks like he was kicking his legs sideways. Like yeah. it was like I couldn't they just got him a treadmill? Like He's like running in like Phoebe and friends. Well, like, yeah, okay. It's like, okay, well, I'm on a green screen, so obviously, clearly, I can't run, run. So I'm going to act like I'm running. But I'm like, that's your best acting at running. Oh, maybe it's a good thing you are to flash. We just blur it out. Yes. Like, like you just get, like, okay, look, we'll just green screen you. We'll put you on a treadmill. We can tape it all up in green yeah. and have you actually run. So that way, it looks more realistic than the half kick. Run like you're like ah, like you were a schoolgirl running away from the bullies or a beat. Yeah, no, it was horrible. So, I, I do have uh, since we're talking about executives and stuff, and yes, might as well talk about the next. I'm okay. Well, Black Panther is is going to be awesome. Yes, everyone's talking about the Avengers Infinity War. Oh yeah, the trailer. Was the trailer beautiful. was awesome, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and again. Vanity Fair seems to be the go-to this week for news mm-hmm. because they um, there's a quote here about the new movie. Okay. It's an end for some of these characters. The Avenger 4 directors know who they can and can't kill. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, in probably Marvel's most open secret, superheroes are going to die in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers 4. The Grim Reapers come sometimes from our costume heroes, but... Even then, some characters will still be narratively bulletproof as the Russo brothers reveal. <laughs> Speaking of Vanity Fair, Anthony Russo is fairly transparent on the movie being a real ending for the directors, for some of the actors, and for the fans. And that one means going forward, basically, it's not good news. <laughs> All right, here's the quote. We know who we're allowed to kill, and that's about it, Anthony, Ru- <laughs> Anthony Ru- Russo reveals. I don't even think Marvel has any ideas about where they would go after Avengers 3 and 4. It's not an end for all these characters. It's an end for some of these characters. So some of these characters will go on. So it's more complicated, and that's why it's not a clean ending. <laughs> this, is, this is probably where you're going to see me actually cry in a movie. <laughs> you know, if everybody wants to see this moment. This is probably going to be that movie when I come <laughs> Well, conversely, the Russos must have been told who they can't kill. Um, let's face it, the Guardians of the Galaxy with a third movie in the pipeline are surely safe to say. Um, as far too as Captain Marvel, because I'm assuming she's going to pop up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hire Brie Larson just to kill her off in a couple movies. Aside from that, we, who I guess it's, I have something in my eye. You know, people are fair game. Uh, Guardians director James Gunn, though, is welcoming the warmth embrace of on-screen death. <laughs> you can't make the same movie over and over again. Yeah. If Marvel's going to survive, they have to start making movies with characters who are a little different. They have to start allowing characters to die. They have to start asking has they have to start having stakes really mean something if they don't want people if they want people to stay interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, most have grown up or lived with these characters for a better part of a decade now cuz I mean now it's the 10th year anniversary of I think uh Captain I mean Iron Man. Yeah, it's going to be next What's year. Be next it's year, year so yeah. The Infinity War technically would be the 10-year anniversary. anniversary right, yeah. um, which kind of now makes me worried. I'm like, were they going to kill off Iron Man? Oh, yeah. <sighs> um, I can give you a list if you want. Uh, let's see. Part of that evolution and naturally involves some of them shoving off their moral coral. Um, whatever happens to be particularly brave on Marvel's part to kill off a cash cow or three 
and the Russos will hopefully beckon in a new era of the kind of brave high-stakes storytelling that James Gunn is talking about. All right, so with that in mind, who can't you kill? Who can't you kill or who can you kill? I'm going to say who can't you kill. I don't think you can kill off... Um, you can't kill Spider-Man, not really technically their property. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think you can kill off, like they said, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can kill off the main players of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think, you know, at the end of the trailer, you saw the the um, Lady Manta, what's her name? The girl with the antenna. Yeah. You can kind of kill her off. Yeah. She kind of served her purpose in the in the last movie. I yes. don't know what kind of purpose she's going to serve in this movie. So you can kind of bump her off. You can't kill off Groot. You can't kill off Rocky. You can't kill off Star-Lord. You can't kill off Gamora. Yes. You could probably kill off, um, what's her face there, um, Gamora's sister. Right. Nebula. Nebula, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily going to kill off Thanos. I mean, they might. I mean, maybe not in this movie, maybe the second movie. I, I yeah, well, he's he, I, he's I said I think he's going to bite it just in the end of the last movie, just because if it's a carryover from the next one, you're not going to see him die in this one unless there's another character, a nor, nor but who's more menacing than Thanos, right? Really, in this, you know, uh, whole Doom. But they would need the Fantastic Four for Doctor Doom, right? <clears throat> um, I don't think you can kill off Doctor Strange because he just got one movie. Yes. You got to give him a sequel. Right. There's going to be more Doctor Strange movies. Um, it has to be. I don't think they can kill off Thor because he just came off the back. I mean, they could kill him off, but I don't think they will. Um, no, I think Thor's safe. I think he's he's just going to go back to Asgard and just like, you well, know, there, he, he's going to be distraught probably and then just right. rule his kingdom from afar, like kind of thing. Sure. Uh, um, you didn't see Thor 3 yet, did you? Yes, I did. In Ragnarok? Yes. I'm like, there is no Asgard. Right. Well, they're gonna rebuild it. <laughs> okay, in the space as as Asgard is is in their hearts. Gotcha. They are Asgard. That's right. I gotcha. All right. It's very Moses of you. Yes. <laughs> um, <sighs> I don't see them killing off Black Panther. <laughs> no, I. Um, you can kill. I think you can kill off Cap. Oh, Cap's definitely gone. He I, is. I he's, think, he is done. He's toast. Good stage now. We're talking about it, and I was like. You can kill off both Cap and Iron Man in one movie. Yes, you can. You can kill Cap off halfway through the movie, and then you kill off Iron Man at the end to save everybody to sacrifice himself because it would, it's what Cap would have done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's the way. But again, they got to get a second movie out of that, you know, because or Avengers four, at least, because they say the Infinity War was supposed to be two movies, and they were like, no, no, it's it's going to be one. Now. now here's here's the thing: Do you kill off the Winter Soldier? Or do you kill off Falcon? Because See, you figured somebody's going to take over the mantle of Captain America. And both of them were Captain America in the comic books. Somebody's going to jump in front of a bullet for Cap, I yeah. think, at, at some point. Right. Um, that's a problem. I don't know. Um, I mean, I would think emotionally, mm-hmm. I think character arc. Now, this is just me spitballing. I don't know. You kill off Bucky. All right. Okay. Because you kill off Bucky, Iron Man, Tony gets a little bit of a, a finality because, spoiler, he killed his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get you get that character arc for Tony to finish and try to find a way to, you know, like, and see how distraught Cap is because they're best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, then again, Tony was, well, we were too, but we were best buddies too. That might be the thing that brings it back together. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Like... 
And then if you kill off Cap, that leaves Falcon to kind of pick up the mantle of of Captain America, which mm-hmm. he has in in the comic books. Mm-hmm. But you're right, also Bucky did as well. Like I think somebody is going to have to. Cap gets killed off, and one of those two becomes the next Captain America. Right. I don't know if I don't know if people can. It has to be done in a way where you can kind of accept that transition. Because it's going to be kind of hard to be like, okay, we're going to kill off Chris Evans, and ladies and gentlemen, here's your next Captain America. It's going to have to be, like, you need time to have that quote-unquote loss. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you like Captain America, like, you're going to cry like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. I will probably cry, too, just because I'm, I'm an, I get, I'll get emotional because I'll get sucked into the characters. Yeah. I think that to kill off Tony, I think I'll be a little more... Because, I mean, the whole foundation of what we're watching is based on his shoulders mm. in that first movie. Mm. That first movie didn't succeed. There'd be no Marvel Universe. Right. So, in a way, because I said that statement, it's the perfect time to kill him off. Mm. <laughs> you know, out with the old, in with the new. Right. Like I said, I don't think you you don't kill Spidey because... Right, he's not ours. He's not ours. Can't touch him. Um, Can't touch him. Do, 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 do. You, you might be able to kill off the Hulk. No. I I... I think the Hulk's the savior of the. You think uh, he's a Superman uh, of the group? Yeah, he he's, comes in. And he's tears. He's last minute. He's going and comes in and and uh, saves the day. I don't know. The first thing I do is explain how Hulk got back to Earth. Yeah, that's true. Unless he comes with Thor. That and probably the, and is the Guardians. Yeah. I, um, I think they can kill off Loki. Yeah. I, I think I'd kill him off. Kill him off. Right. You know, as much as I would hate to see that, but yeah. I mean, I think he kind of ran his course as a character. I think you're wrong, though, in fact, of who they're going to kill off between versus Falcon versus uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Falcon. The only reason why I say that is because I like Anthony Mackie as an actor, but I don't think he has the, 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 the chops to be the Captain America <laughs> that we need. Okay. So, well, well, what if what if he, they don't kill him off and Bucky picks up the mantle of Cap and he stoles Falcon? No, no, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna wipe. I, I don't think Falcon can stand alone on, on his own, like kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. like, like, you know, the 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 type of idea of it, the whole the whole thing. And I think he's the guy that's going to protect Captain America from being killed for the first time. Because I think Captain America is going to be in four. You know, I think I think we're we're not going to see. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, obviously, because I have no idea. <laughs> I'm talking out my ass. We're talking as two big nerds going. Um, I okay. I think Vision. I think both Vision and Scarlet Witch are up for up for grabs. Yeah. I think that just by the trailer alone, if Thanos rips that jewel right out of uh, Vision's head, he's gone. He's gone. Right. That might get Scarlet Witch to kind of get really like blindly rage go after Thanos and gets herself killed. Mm-hmm. You know, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I am trying to think. Like, there's a lot of characters in this movie, so. How about uh, uh, War Machine or American Patriot? I mean, he see here's I, I like I want to say he, they should kill him off, but I think he survives. I think he does too because they almost killed him off in Civil War. Yes, you don't want to be like a fool me once, shame on you; fool me twice, shame on me moment. Right. You need, I think that he survives to pick up the mantle if they kill off Tony. Yeah. Uh, what if they? What if it's what, like a Thelma and Louise moment where Tony and Cap, you know, die together, <laughs> holding hands, like as they drive off a cliff or drive into like Thanos' ship, <laughs> or they're going to the incinerator? Like, 
<laughs> see, I got to see it now. A cap and 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 Tony in a spaceship, and the only way to do it is by ramming this ship into the bag into Thanos's ship, whatsoever. And they know it's a suicide mission. Yeah. And then Tony just looks over to the cab and go, should we hold hands? Like, it's just kind of, like, and Cab would be like, I, I don't get that reference. And then, bam. Like, like I didn't see that movie. You know, like, that, that yes. would just be a... Or I saw that one. Oh, I saw that movie. Oh, sure. You know, and then, bam. It'd be like, you know, like, oh. And can knock them both off. So that would be like, I don't know. Like, oh, see, I, I kind of got welled up just thinking about that. Like the two of them going off in uh, Blaze of Glory, yeah, because it's going to have to happen. And of course, you got, still got Ant Man and the Wasp. But they're going to survive yeah. because they have their movie coming out yeah. at some point, um, which apparently is going to be in the form of romantic comedy. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Did we forget anybody? Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. She bites it. Hawkeye. No one saw Hawkeye in that trailer. That's right. I I'd be kind of mad if they kill off Hawkeye. I, I I mean they're humans basically, so it's like yeah, it's unless unless they're like sitting back somewhere else, like and not involved, you know, in the fight per se. But I they're going to be in the fight. So I mean Hawkeye just being like, you guys get to the ship, I'll stay here. Yeah, because all they do is shoot bows and arrows. Yeah, yeah, fink 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 fink. You know. <laughs> For those people who didn't hear his taste, like if you find if you know, you have that moment, Hawkeye Hawkeye dies, and her, you know, he's a family man. Mm-hmm. There's Cap or Tony talking to you know um, his wife, saying that he's died, and her taking a swing at one of them. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, uh, Rain, uh, Rhodes go, go and tell him because you know both of them bought it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a military thing, so he's gonna be in his dress uniform. You know, knocking on the door, right? And, you know, and then Don Cheadle gets knocked in the head. Right, and there's a tear coming out of his eyes. You yeah. know that Don Cheadle tear. Yeah. That, or or, you know, who did we see? We didn't see Nick Fury. Did we see Nick Fury? No, we haven't seen him in a while. I'm just saying, like he he might be the he might be the savior of the. You just you added there as as we call it, everything starts going bad. You hear Yibi Kaye motherfucker, and here comes you know I mean a completely different movie, but you know, <laughs> and the Lord says, <laughs> you know, how do you know it's Hawaii? It's, it's he brings the Hulk. It's, it's the Fury. How do you know it? His ship says bad motherfucker on it. It's contractually obligated. <laughs> it's purple. <laughs> I just I don't know. Um Scarlet, you know, Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow, she's up for grabs too. First, not liking the blonde. I mean, I understand why she did it, just not liking the blonde hair. Scarlet, Scarlet Johansson went blonde for the watch the trailer again. Okay, she, she's and then the poster, she's there was so much to it. I was just, yeah, you know, so I, many images. Yeah. Oh, Cap, Iron Man, blonde girl, Hawkeye, <laughs> Hulk. Especially the, the scene where, where Vision gets the jewel ripped out of his head. You're like, ooh. Someone give this man his shield. Oh, <laughs> oh. And he comes out all bearded up, like dark hair, bearded. You're like, that that's no CGI beard. <laughs> <laughs> he grew that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I May 3rd, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be huge. I wonder how it's going to tie in if it's going to tie into Black Panther in some way. Like, starts off in Black Panther and then flows into 
I mean, you figure Winter Soldier is going to have to be in Black Panther at some point. Yeah. Because that's where he is right now, in Wakanda. And then stay in, in, uh, in suspended animation. I think they might use use Winter Soldier in Black Panther to kind of be like a second Derry character to Black Panther. That would make sense. In movie, and then and then like he obviously gets his arm back, right? And then you get the bumper of, of them, you know, for the Avengers, you know, right? Big spaceship comes in, you're like, ooh, or you know, I don't know. <laughs> Damn, oh, it's gonna be. You thought Civil War was epic. That's not even close to it. They think like seventy characters, yeah, in suits fighting. It's like really. Like, did they even introduce seventy characters? Yep. I was like, how are you, how are you, how are you going to pull that in, and how is that going to tie in anything else? And <sighs> this is going to be they make the most epic, and you're going to see characters. You're like, oh my god! Like, it's going to be like, I can't think of a secondary character and, now. And the, the problem is, you're going to have to have every character is going to have to have their moment. Like, like when when Pete's on the bus and his hair stands up, I'm like, oh, Spider Sense! Oh my god! They 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 was like. Yes. Like, <laughs> they didn't address it once in Homecoming. They're going to address it in this movie. He has it. As a kid, I was like, oh. Like, I got all big, glassy-eyed and welled. I was like, they did it. They put it in. You know? <laughs> now, I'm not a big fan of the suit that he wears, but uh, I can get over that. You know? I wonder if he gets the symbiote. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that, too. Like, if Venom's getting... Uh, if Venom's getting his own movie... How are they going to bring Venom in? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the perfect way to bring him in through the Infinity War. You have Spidey out in space, and something happens, or something gets attached to him, or he falls into something. Let's say, yeah. like some black goo that was happened to be uh, like. <sighs> All right, if I had to paint a good scenario, I would say they're fighting on a spaceship, and he gets punched into a glass cell of sorts. And it unleashes the symbiote, sort of. He and it, bond, it bonds with him right away. Like, yeah, okay. Right, or it attaches to himself in some more shape, way, or form that doesn't necessarily come to light. But when at the very end of Infinity War, you see maybe it scamper off. I don't know. You know, who knows? Right. Just something. All right, well, we'll have to wait till May. Yes. I can't wait for a full actual trailer, like a real good one. Because <laughs> this one was like, okay, I need more. <laughs> the right thing showed me more. I was more happy for more things in there than I was in any Justice League. I'm thrilled with just getting that. <laughs> I, I don't care if they show another thing because please don't. Because I'm like, <laughs> really, it's, it's like it's going to be the DC syndrome where you're going <laughs> to see more and more, and you'll be like, well, I'm going to enjoy this movie. Like, is this going to be too confusing for me? How, how do you feel about the look of Thanos without his helmet? <laughs> I have you even seen all those memes going around? Yes, I have. And the different color tone. <laughs> she she made fun of me. She's like, what do you think? I was like, I, I I went nerd. I was like, well, he's on Earth and it's the sun. It could be, you know, out in space. He, there's not that much color. So, of course, he would look a dark, darker color than he would on the ground. And she's just like, you suck. Like, it was just like, like he, I just read that. I'm like, but, but, but it's true. Like, <laughs> I don't like him without the helmet. But I read an article that the reason why he's without a helmet, it's not um, his helmet is more of a warlike thing where yeah. the collecting the stones is more of a religious thing. Yeah. So he doesn't feel like he has to be prepared for war at all. Right. So I'm like, 
Alright, I hope you hope that I hope I can buy that. <laughs> like I'm I'm really kind of nervous about this just because of so many characters in this movie, and you go, well, who's going to get the spotlight? Because you know, you, there's generally always like one, you know, and it's like, can they pull this off? Now they did pull it off in Civil War, but there wasn't that many characters that you yeah. and you had all their backstories. Now you're going to have seventy characters, and you're like, are we going to miss something? Like, are are they just going to be cannon fire, basically, just you know, in there? And you're like, all right, and you get, you know, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> 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 Look, there's the Dazzler. She's in it too. Pus- Punisher's in it, and, you know. <sighs> you know, you only see like uh, maybe ten minutes of the Guardians. They, you know, Thor goes, "Hey, can you give me a lift back to Earth?" Yes. Yeah. And they're like, "Sure, we'll give you a lift." And now we're in Uber. Like, <laughs> how do you even know what an Uber is? Because you're out in space. But all right, <laughs> um, well, I'll let it slide because it's funny. Yeah. And then they happen to get pulled in, and they don't want a part of it. And Rocket's like. Come on, let's go. We, yeah. don't, we don't need the help. Who cares about these? And Peter would be like, "Well, it's Earth. We have to. Say it's my home planet. Right. If we do it for you, <sighs> all right, fine." You know, <laughs> come on, Groot. Teenage Groot, by the way. Yeah. If you saw him leaning over around, leaning over Peter's shoulder, I'm not really digging the the stash that Peter has because at least it didn't look like the scruffy. Yeah. It looked like he was letting a mustache actually grow in. So I'm hoping they address that. I hope there's a couple hair jokes, like. He needs to lose his mustache, and Black Widow needs to go back to being a redhead. Yeah. Like, I hope there's, like, a moment where they kind of address those situations, because that's important to me. Hair. (laughs) (laughs) Not story development, not costume looks, hair. Look, a mustache brought down the Justice League. I don't (laughs) want... (laughs) No, 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 a mustache did not bring down the Justice League. Suits in a corporate office brought down the Justice League. I'm just saying, I don't want any hair, you know, I don't want any hair controversies in this movie. I don't, I don't want it, you know. All right, one final question. Yeah. Do you think this movie will will burst the bubble of superhero movies for the future? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Only because I think that. As much as I enjoyed Justice League, I think that the superhero bubble took a big hit mm. with Justice League. Now, I we all enjoyed the movie. I think it was good. Mm. Um, I do think people... Kind of, I think now when it comes to any kind of DC property, everyone's going to be looking at it sideways now. Mm. You know, because that's what part of the argument was that the reason why Justice League didn't do so well is because out of the other movies, Wonder Woman was the only one that anyone liked. Critically. Mm. You know... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on how it's played. I mean, I think that if... I think it's one of those situations where you have two companies and two different properties, and you go, okay, well, look, they're putting out their stuff, fine, but then Disney has to kind of go, this is how it should be done. Right. And then you go, oh, my God, this is how it should be done, and Warner Brothers is like, fuck. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Justice League, Disney is smacking around Warner Brothers. Yeah. On, on not just movie-wise, think about it. The same day Justice League is supposed to premiere, Netflix puts out The Punisher mm. on Netflix. Now, that could have taken part of the audience away. Right. Could have. I don't see why, but whatever. If you want to go with that argument, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Mm. Then, two weeks later, 
I mean, well, a week later, you got Coco coming out, which is a Disney product. Right. So that's going to take a major hit from that. Mm-hmm. And then just when you think the smoke's clears and people are still talking about Justice League and how it's fine, it's it's doing real well overseas, Marvel goes, oh, I'm sorry, did we drop this trailer here? Yeah. Like, and everyone's going, oh, my God, that movie looks great. It looks phenomenal. I can't believe it. There's so many questions and so many things. Let's analyze it. And Justice League is like, fuck, we can't do anything. <laughs> Like, I, what are we going to do? And you got Ben Affleck going, will I? Won't be Batman anymore. I don't know what to do. I mean, sure, there's going to be Wonder Woman too, but uh, who knows about the Flash movie? Right. Aquaman's coming out whether we want it or not. <laughs> you know, that's next year. You know, <clears throat> so it's like Marvel's like, hey, look at this big, long slate. And DC's like, got Iron Man. <laughs> you know, I mean, good guy to Aquaman. He should be good. It's not directed by Zack Snyder or Joss Whedon. Should be a fun time. It's got Willem Dafoe in it, a guy everyone thought should have been the Joker. Yeah. So it's got Black Manta, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. All right. I think it'll make billions of dollars, though. Billions. Really? Yeah. That's fine. I'm thinking it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush any kind of competition. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's, what I, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, now it's thank you for listening folks you've been listening to Geeksters here in, well here on the podcast <laughs> here either in your it's house it's kind of a live version of it because we don't edit this out <laughs> like, if anything stupid happens we <clears throat> let it go <laughs> sure so uh, but ultimately what it comes down to is if you do want to catch the show live as it happens you can on Sunday nights starting around 7.30pm on aquanetradio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. The Shift Aquanet Radio and those apps. And, of course, if you enjoyed this version of the show, you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.